0: Part of that is also you have to study the Word to know where you stand with a lot of stuff. And some Christians, uh, myself included at times, have gotten really lazy with studying the Word of God. Um, And then some people, it's not just reading, it's also diving into the culture, the language, um, the background of the story. And we do that with um, Sunday school, and we do that with small Bible studies and everything. But you need it personally too. You need it every day. Absolutely. Um, so today I have Ron Stryker on, and he helps lead uh, some Bible studies here. He does discipleship. Um, and how long have you been doing uh, Bible studies? When?
1: Bible studies almost 30 years. Almost 30 years, almost okay. 30 years. And
0: how yes. long have you been doing uh, discipleship?
1: 20 years. 20 years, okay. Yes. Okay.
0: So do you remember a moment where in your walk, you were like, I need to dive into this more and no turning back?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, before I was saved, you would have people say to you, well, he's this or that, but in a few weeks, it ain't going to last. You know? And I saw what was happening to my wife. When Teresa got saved and I watched that. Mm -hmm. And I knew in myself, there was, where I was headed was total destruction. Yeah. But when I sat in that backyard and I asked my salvation prayer, mm. oh, God, save me. <laughs> oh, God, help me. Yeah. That yeah. was it. Instantly, I knew something happened. And I mm. knew I don't do things 50%. Yeah. You know, When it comes to any sports or whatever, it's mm. always 100%. So when it comes to the Word of God, I had so many people say to me, "It's not going to last. It's not going to last." Mm -hmm. Well, it's not, but it's been thirty some years now. Yeah, you know, and that's what's neat.
0: Was that fuel too? People telling you this isn't going to happen. Did you use that as fuel for the fire to kind of do it? No,
1: I never. I never thought about it that way. Okay, you know, it's just it was all the Holy Spirit's doing. Yeah, you know, and when the Holy Spirit grabs a hold of you, it's just unbelievable what He does. Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean. Like I said, I was a very, very sinful man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: My wife was a very, very good woman.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and when God grabbed me, you know, I never thought it would happen. And when yeah. people say some of the things they say, it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. There's no way it's any other way. It, it can't be. It has to be a miracle. It
0: doesn't add up to anything else.
1: I couldn't do it on my own. No. I really could. No. I mean, the drugs, the whole nine yards mm-hmm. didn't go away on its own. Somebody no. took it from me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I never went to rehab, uh, and I was drinking since I was 12 years old.
0: And that's the ironic thing, too, because I've heard other testimonies where people, this is nothing, you know, I'm not saying anything against anyone who's in rehab or anything, but it's amazing when you fully surrender to God and the Holy Spirit comes in, it flushes out all this stuff. Because, you know, I had my issue with drinking years ago, Mm -hmm. and I had my issues with pills, too. And, uh, you know, one day I woke up and I said, I'm, I'm done with this, you know, but it was the Holy Spirit. It wasn't me. It mm-hmm. wasn't my strength, just like it wasn't your strength. Oh. And, and enabling you to study the Word of God feeds that so that stuff stays at bay too, right? Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. You have to be in the Word.
0: You have to be. You
1: know, just You know, a lot of people say, <laughs> well, it's just like going to AA. No, it's not. You know, I do. I do my studying because I want to do my mm-hmm. studying. Because of what God has saved me from. Yeah. And because of what he saved me from, I owe him.
0: Right.
1: You know, that's the way I look at it. Right. I mean, and not only that, he owns me. Mm-hmm. I was bought with a price. Yeah. You know, therefore glorify God in my body. Yes. It's not hard. What I, what I teach in the Bible study on Friday nights is, God wrote this book for our good, right? You know, you read through the running it. It's for our good. It's for our good. <laughs> doesn't always
0: doesn't always feel good, you know, when he's purging stuff out of you, or you're using it to correct, you yeah. know, because you that's part of also what you do when you're studying. You're being corrected of things, but also he's teaching you how to correct
1: others. Oh, yeah.
0: Which is, yeah. An, I think that's a lost uh, sort of role in church is people are so afraid of offending people. But you need someone, especially it's like someone in ministry like my age. I need someone to come along and say, hey, man, that's not right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. If you, if you go to Galatians 6 <clears> 1, <throat> mm-hmm. you know, if you know a brother or sister is living in sin, committing mm-hmm. sin, it tells you, you need mm-hmm. to approach. Because that that's person. love. You know, Matthew 18, you need to deal with whatever's going on right. with your brother. Right. You know, you can't say I'm not my brother's keeper, yeah. Because we are. We are. You know, we look at, and you can't say it's none of my business. Well, yes, it is. It's God's mm-hmm. child,
0: especially if you love that person. Oh yeah. Especially, and we're called to love each other. Yeah. And you know, and we've talked about this in in your Bible study and in men's group. Um, you you take a lot of time during the day to make sure that you're, you are fully into this and no distractions.
1: Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I'm usually, uh, up by 430, sometimes mm-hmm. even earlier, mm-hmm. you know, when my day starts, I go down, I, I'll get my breakfast, so I'll go downstairs. Mm-hmm. And before I even get out of bed, I put on the whole armor of God.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Next thing I say is, you know, I'm dead to sin, mm-hmm. but I'm alive unto Christ. Mm-hmm. I need to start my day with the right mindset. Yes. I don't need to wait till lunchtime or whatever, but I put on the armor of God. Well, oh, you got the armor on all the time. I don't care if I do or not. I put it on every time.
0: It's about being conscious of having it on. Yes, Yeah.
1: it is. And then I'll, get, I'll make my breakfast, go back downstairs. Mm-hmm. I'll do my prayer time in my little reading.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Come upstairs, uh, pray for my wife yeah. on the way out the door. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Thank you. I get into the car, sitting behind my car, and Mm. I can almost tell you each spot of Royer's Ford Springs City who I'm Mm. praying for at that time. Yeah, by the time I get to work, once I get to work, and i am sitting in that parking lot. Oh, Jesus, help me. Mm. You know, it's always helped me because without Jesus, Mm. we can't do anything. No, you can't. So I ask him for help. Coming out of work. Thank you, Lord, for a good day. No matter yeah. how bad that day yep. was, because so he was
0: still a part of it. Yes,
1: he was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I come home. I'll go down. Get on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. As I'm on the treadmill, mm-hmm. I pray specifically for certain things. Yeah. And then I read a little bit. I get off the treadmill. I go over to my bike, mm-hmm. my uh, incumbent bike, mm-hmm. and I usually watch some sort of teaching or something like yeah. that. Whatever I might be studying, so. The whole hour I like to commit to Jesus instead of just saying, it's an hour of wasted time. Yeah. It's a righteous hour that I'm spending with the Lord. Yeah. And then at yeah. night uh, when I'm not teaching or sharing in a Bible study, it's usually I'll go down and in the study at six, come back up at eight, mm-hmm. but it's always, always on my mind. Yeah. It never comes off. <clears> mind, <throat>
0: you know, That's incredible. And I know that that wasn't, again, that wasn't an overnight thing. We we talked about that before we we started shooting this, Um, you know, coming from your previous lifestyle and realizing one day, you know what, I I need to turn this around. And this book is what's going to get me there. Um, What are some tools you picked up over the years that have helped you study the word more in depth?
1: One of the things is uh, mentors. Yeah. Disciples. Mm -hmm. No, you don't see that much anymore. No. I, when, uh, me and Teresa, we both come to know the Lord and we were struggling cause we didn't, we, we were going to church, but mm-hmm. we were struggling, but thank God the church I was going to at the time believed in discipleship. Yeah. We have a man that would like to come over and disciple you cause we know you're in a, and this guy, um, Dave would walk from Highview garden apartments wow all the way to our house on Heckle Avenue every yeah. Friday That's night. That's a hike. Yes. Just, <laughs> just to, just to, disciple, just to disciple you. Yeah. And that was just incredible what this man would do. The other thing, after after he was done, we were working with him. Then I started, uh, I getting involved because some of the problems I had mm-hmm. the first couple of years of my spiritual walk uh, were very, very bad. And Teresa happened to call one of her nurse friends and says, if you don't do something, he's gonna have a nervous breakdown. Wow. Who's gonna help me? Well, another sister and brother in the Lord mm-hmm. mentioned a guy named Glenn. Okay so oh wow okay let me go to him yeah so i started going over to him and you know i was seeing him over in sellersville and it was just amazing what god did there the first two or three times i visited god Mm -hmm. i'm sitting there lying to him yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) as soon as i left his house where he his office where he counseled and he by the way he counseled for nothing Uh, everything everything he gave me every book everything I didn't get charged for it. he just gives wow to you. i do the same thing someone comes to my place and i mm. there's a book they need i get the book i give it to them mm. because that's what god showed me the way it was right. to be done so as i'm going out of this this one night i'm coming down 113 and hey stupid why are you lying to the man
0: yeah
1: you're <laughs> kidding me <laughs> he's right the holy spirit said why are you lying to the man yeah. and i was so i went back next that next week because i was going on a weekly basis because it was so bad I yeah. went back next time and said hey glenn i gotta tell you something what's that ron i've been lying to you the whole time you've been what <laughs> <laughs> I've been lying poor to guy <laughs> <you>. <laughs> okay now we can start and get this thing yeah out. start down.
0: from scratch and just go you from know, there and
1: that's and that's the way it was i would keep going to glenn and then it finally become mm-hmm. every other week once a month teresa would go maybe Once a month. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the one time we were there, Teresa went in, met with him. Mm -hmm. I went in afterwards. How's it going, Ron? I said, man, it's great, Glenn. He says, what do you mean? I said, I don't know what you're doing with Teresa, but whatever you are doing, Mm -hmm. keep it up because she's really changed. Yeah, Ron, can I tell you something? Yeah, you can tell me something, Glenn. I haven't done a thing and neither has she. (laughs) I said, are you kidding me? (laughs) He says, it's not her that's changed. Yeah, It's the way you are seeing things because you're in the Word of God doing mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, isn't that great?
0: It's just mind-blowing. <laughs> it and like you said before, it's not its not hard, really. Oh, the, no. the, the concept of it and how he works, it just flows. It just flows. Yeah, it just it flows. So mentoring and people discipling you, is there any kind of like... Um, I guess, like I want to say, like off the wall, but is there any kind of tools you found that are specifically just stuff that you use when you're studying the Word of God that maybe not many people know about or use?
1: Now, it's not really. I have, I really have no tools I use now Mm -hmm. other than the Bible, the Word of God. I have such a array of stuff from over Mm -hmm. all the years. Uh, Like presently, we're we're in Friday night Bible study. Yeah. We're talking about the uh, forgiveness. Two weeks ago we talked about forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Well, after twenty years of the discipling, you have plenty of material.
0: Plenty of material. <laughs> then
1: yeah. we went then we went to bitterness. Yes. Plenty of material and bitterness. Yeah. And now this week we're going to talk about uh, rejection. Mm-hmm. And we're going to learn from where rejection originally came. Okay. So in discipling, everything it's all pretty much the same thing. Yeah. It's just the faces are different.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. husbands
1: and wives will come,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, they'll have almost the same story, mm-hmm. but everyone's different face. Right. And so you, when I first started, uh, I went to school. I did some schooling with uh, Philadelphia College of Bible, mm-hmm. uh, Biblical Theological Seminary. Mm-hmm. I did schooling over there and I did some online courses with Moody Bible.
0: Well, okay. Yeah.
1: But mo- almost <laughs> all that stuff is stuff from way back when. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you, don't, you don't use it now. Um, uh, I haven't. God moves us in different directions.
0: He really does.
1: And then as you sit down to speak from the word of God, He'll speak to you. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you how disciple and mentoring, I tell mm-hmm. you how neat it is. You asked me if we could do this yes. tonight. I said, Yeah. Today I got a letter mm-hmm. from the guy that mentored me, Glenn very difficult letter. Yeah. He, he, he sent me the letter to tell me his wife just died Mm. of N1, 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 A1, whatever it is, you know, before COVID got here, she just, after 55 years of marriage, Mm. you know, she died. Mm. And I'm getting a letter about a man who discipled me and to come over here and talk about it. Yeah. That's That's not coincidence. No. You know that's god Mm -hmm. moving in people's heart he really is so the discipleship is it's all the friends of mine that are my age Mm -hmm. have the same view because we've all been discipled you know when somebody leads somebody to the lord Mm -hmm. what happens
0: they change
1: they change but there's no one to disciple yeah they'll send you to a small group yeah 90% Ninety percent of the time, small groups are talking about something else.
0: Yeah. And you're not going to and, and <laughs> the person who just
1: come to know Jesus is not going to say, hey, can we change the subject? What, and they're I'm
0: hungry. hungry. And, and more importantly, they're vulnerable. Yes. You're vulnerable after you get saved because the enemy is like, you know, it wants to kill you right off.
1: Oh, definitely. He wants
0: to discourage you and say you don't need that. That's what you what you experienced was all just feeling. It wasn't real. You were just on this weird, you know, emotional high and everything. He'll try to. You know, I've had friends that happened to him and and sure you know and, and you look at it and you're like, oh, where did we go wrong? And like you said, we we lacked discipleship.
1: And because you're sitting there and you' got a group of people around you a lot of times they don't even speak to you other than the nicest how are you what you're doing and the stuff usual like that. stuff yeah what are you struggling with I mean mm. you can be committing whatever kind of senior committee yeah and you're not going to share it
0: yeah and 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 that's one thing that uh Danheim and I we you know you've been at the men's group and we we wanted to make an environment where people could open up and say this is what I'm struggling with and we also wanted to make an environment where people men need to talk about their marriages okay in a healthy way because a lot of times a boys club will kind of or the guys will be out there you know mowing the grass and they'll go to the fence and they'll talk with their neighbor and they're both complaining about their (laughs) wives okay and and there's a time where you need to um, say I'm struggling, but you don't want to ever condemn or bury your wife. You want to, you want to talk lovingly and saying, I'm struggling and I don't understand this part of her or why we can't get past this point. And that's something we made very clear in the beginning, because even, even men's groups and churches will get like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't like that. No, I don't like that because that's, that's pushing those. Cause I see those ladies as sisters. And, okay. and my my biological sister, if anyone says bad about her, I'm, I'm going crazy. So I have to have the same mindset with spiritual sisters.
1: We, go, we can go all the way back to Genesis 3 mm. when Adam threw Eve under the bus. Yeah. You know, Genesis 3.12, the man said, the woman you put here with me, she gave me some fruit from the tree and I ate mm-hmm. it. And she must have twisted your arm, didn't she? Yeah, even though he was right
0: there when she was being tempted.
1: So husbands (laughs) husbands need to understand what they have Mm -hmm. in their marriage. Yeah, You know, as I said, Saturday, men are commanded Mm -hmm. to love their wives. There's no, but you don't understand my wife. I don't care. Don't have to. Jesus died for me and Mm -hmm. he knew me, you know, so I'm commanded to love my wife no matter what. Yeah. And as I love her, she loves me back. And even if she doesn't, you know, Hosea and Gomer. Yeah. You know, from the Old Testament. Yeah. He loved her no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that's what we need to do with our wives. God will work it out. Yes. But if you don't give God a chance to work it out, it'll never happen. Nope. Like I said before, 1 Corinthians 11, you know, we have a chain of command that we need to follow. Mm -hmm. You know, if the husband isn't following Jesus why is
0: the wife going to follow the husband she's not no and that's a weird dynamic in churches where the women have taken on that leadership role and it's caused problems because everything's out of whack and again at at the dinner i was at last night that's one of the things we talked about as men not being mentored to take that role and kind of just they come to church. They wear a suit, but they might as well be one of the kids because their attitude is, "I don't want to be here, but my wife made me come here." Mm-hmm. Just like the kids are like, "I don't want to be here, but my mom made me come here," and that's awful. Yeah, that's awful. Um,
1: and when you disciple, when you when you start maturing, you learn how to handle things. Mm-hmm. If you can't if you can't handle criticism, you're in a bad position. And, yeah. And I and I'll explain why. Last Friday. I always usually have a handout. Mm. So I handed the sheets out. And this Friday, young lady came to me. Mm. And she goes, after the Bible study, she goes, Ron, I think you made a mistake. Mm. Oh, you got to be kidding. I don't make
0: mistakes. <laughs> we all, yeah. <laughs> that was, that's, not, that's
1: not the reaction that I had. Right. Show me. Mm-hmm. She showed me the mistake I made. She says, why don't you check and make sure? Yeah. I said, thank you. I will. You know, and that's what I tell the people when I'm speaking. One of the things parameters that we say, if mm. I'm saying something wrong, you need to tell me about yeah. it. Don't let me walk off that cliff by myself. No. No. Acts chapter 17, verse 11, the Bereans search the scriptures mm. daily to make sure what Paul says. Mm-hmm. If I'm not searching them scriptures on a daily basis, how am I going to know? what's being preached up front, Mm is the truth. Yeah. And because in Acts 20, Paul told the Ephesian elders, when I go away, ravenous wolves are gonna come in. Mm -hmm. Well, they are already here.
0: Technically, yeah. (laughs) So the wolves
1: are here, Mm -hmm. but if we all sit out here and don't say a word, what's the studying of the word
0: Mm -hmm.
1: all about? We're to be accountable one for another. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying to embarrass the people in front of everybody. No, no. Just like the lady didn't embarrass me in front of everybody, but I'll mention it Friday night <coughs> at the Bible study mm-hmm. and thank her that she saw there was a difference. Yeah. You know, that's the importance of teaching the word of God. Yeah. You know
0: Well, it really is. And and with, with new believers, it's even more vital. And I think that, um, you know, everyone has a little bit different way of doing it. But when you disciple a new believer, what are some key scriptures that you say really get this cemented and go from here?
1: Um, Psalm 119. Psalm 119. Thy, thy word have I hidden my heart mm-hmm. so I can sin all I want.
0: <laughs>
1: the word have I hidden my heart mm-hmm. so that I will not sin against you. Yeah. Psalm 119. And this is very important. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things mm-hmm. in the word of God that's where you want to that's what you want to do you want Mm -hmm. to memorize because if you don't memorize those verses you're going to sit down and this is a spiritual book it is you know first corinthians 10 i mean you can sit down and read a book Mm -hmm. and that doesn't mean nothing but when you sit down and read this book this book reads you it does so uh, the other thing i you know depending where they're at what they want Mm -hmm. to do i always you know let's talk find out where they're coming from Mm -hmm. what they're struggling with but then I'll take, take them to the basics. Hmm. Who are you? Yeah. Well, I'm John. No, you're not. That's your name. Yeah. You know, you need to know who you are now yeah. that you're a believer, know who you are in Christ and know mm-hmm. that you've been forgiven. Well, wait a minute. What if I sin next week? Well, that's okay. Because mm-hmm. 2000 years ago, those sins were paid for. Mm-hmm. You got to give them an assurance of what they have done mm-hmm. is the right thing to do. Yeah. You know and anything they're struggling with the unforgiveness the rejection all that stuff has been dealt with and you need to make sure they know where yeah and the bible's the word once you get into the word then you want to give them homework mm-hmm. you want to make sure that they're into it the, and that's some part you know an abc bible study yeah. you know something like that very simple that when they sit down what is that passage saying to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and what what can you do to make your life change because of that. Yeah. You know, and then when we get together, share with me what you see the word of God says. Yeah, And and that's
0: encouraging to them to be able to, you know, not that you'll never, after a certain point, you're always gonna need people around you to keep accountable and help disciple you no matter how old you get. But there does come a point where they're on their own feet They can do it on their own as far as their daily. They don't need a daily reminder of someone you reading the word of God. They just have that love for it. And and that's part of the reason I had uh, I wanted you on here was to talk about, you know, you have this great love for reading it because you're disciplined. And that's kind of a dirty word nowadays. (laughs) It's kind of a dirty word. But you, uh, you know, part of loving something is also there's discipline to it, whether it's a sport or whatever you do with your job, there's discipline that's involved, and it's no different with your walk. And uh, I, I don't know why a lot of Christians think it's not that important to study the Word of God, because a lot of things get lost in translation, or you could be sitting in a pew, and like you said, your pastor can say something, and you'll just gobble it up. It may not be good for you. It may not be right.
1: The, big excuse, the biggest <clears throat> excuse that most of them use, mm-hmm. I don't understand. I don't either. Mm -hmm. They'll say, I have to read this over and over and over. Same way with me. I don't sit down and read one verse and then all of a sudden, there it is. All of
0: a sudden it's, yeah.
1: You know, I have to read it and read it and Mm -hmm. read it. You know, what's going on? Who's it talking to? Where is it happening? You know, those things, Mm -hmm. you know, but then there's other things that the Holy Spirit will speak to you. Boom. and And you can't get it out of your head. Yeah.
0: And you just like, you just savor it in a way. Yeah. You're just sitting there like, oh, my, I can't get over it. How did I miss that before? There's a season in your life where a verse that didn't stand out before all of a sudden is made so real and so vibrant in your mind. You're like, oh, I get it
1: now. Um, um, yeah. And when Christ died, when he hung out his hands on that tree, he mm-hmm. died for us. That's the most important thing yeah. that we need to remember. Yep. All this little stuff, if, even if I only spend five minutes to start mm-hmm. reading the Word of God. That's the five minutes God's going to bless you. Mm -hmm. God's Mm -hmm. willing to change you, Mm -hmm. but you got to make that decision on your own. Yeah. To have Jesus lead me and guide me, Mm -hmm. that my walk is acceptable to you throughout this day. Mm -hmm. And it's so simple to do, but then the enemy will get in, start ridiculing you, make fun Mm -hmm. of you. And -hmm. the best weapon the enemy uses is deception. It is. I don't need this study. Mm -hmm. Yes, you do. Don't have to particularly study, but you need to be reading the word of God on a daily basis, Mm -hmm. because guess what? There will come a time when we all got to give accountable for what you have done, for what you have sought and for Mm -hmm. what you have spoken. If you don't believe me, get into the word of God and read it. You'll see see it.
0: And, And we are very spoiled in this country to have that. I've known missionaries that have gone to places like China where they have to go as like English teachers or music teachers, but they they want to also share the Word of God. They have to be very kind of covert about it. Mm-hmm. But and my one friend, she said they have like little snippets of passages from the uh, New Testament, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So when you go over there, to find a whole Bible is very rare. And if you do, sometimes it's not always translated properly, but we are so lucky to have that. And for us not to do it is kind of like, you know, like where's our hearts at for us not to dig into this more, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't.
1: Yeah. Cause when I, when I get there, mm. I want to be able to throw my crowns. Mm-hmm. And years ago in our Bible study, we had a girl says, I don't care. I just want to get there. I don't care how I get there.
0: Oh, So many Christians say that, <laughs> Yeah,
1: but I don't want to take that chance just because I said a prayer doesn't know it doesn't mean I'm getting there right you know they shall know you by your fruit by
0: your fruits yeah you know
1: what kind of fruit are you producing
0: and honestly he offers so much more than just salvation oh yeah so salvation in itself was something we don't deserve that he says I love you so you this is what I'm giving you if you want it he doesn't even force it on you mm-hmm. that's how wonderful of a gift it is mm-hmm. and then on top of it he says um by the way I have all these gifts I have, I have wonders that no eye has seen and I have all this great stuff for when you get here, but there, there are things in between. Mm-hmm. So what do you look forward to most when it's your time to, to, to be in his presence?
1: Being in his presence. That's
0: what I thought. Me too. And Cause so many people say all this stuff and it's just oh, being no. there, no. just being there. I don't, I don't care what I say or do. I just want to be there.
1: Yeah, and, and the byproduct is I get to see my brother, Yeah, get to see my dad. Mm-hmm. I know I won't see my mom, mm-hmm. but I'll see all my loved ones that right. are there. And what I love to see, or hopefully I'll see, because mm-hmm. I said to my sister, you don't have to worry about me. I ain't dying. Yeah. And she goes, what do you mean? I says, because there's going to be a flyby that happens. Yep, and yep. I'm going up with <laughs> and it. I'm going right <laughs> up with it. <laughs> yeah, so well, That's awesome. It's a great and an exciting life. It is. It is difficult. It's a he wonderful life. It helps you through it all. Yes. You know, and for those who are struggling, Mm -hmm. find someone Mm -hmm. that you can confide in Mm -hmm. and you can share with whatever, because the enemy wants us to keep our mouths shut. That's right. But if you got a problem, no matter spiritual, physical or whatever, Mm -hmm. find someone you can trust, especially if it's a brother or a sister Mm -hmm. in the Lord and share with them in confidence that they'll give you a word of encouragement, Mm -hmm. because as they share the word, Mm -hmm. it's not going to go out, it's going to come back with meaning and mm. with benefits that's right you
0: know well ron thanks for coming out oh, you're welcome. i really appreciate it man you take care
1: you do.